All right, so hello and welcome to the College Chiefs Podcast, episode 114. As always, I'm your host, Al, and joining me for the time being is one of the regulars. Aaron's here. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? And oh boy, I mean, we got like nothing to talk about. We got a few things, though. But as we were just saying, like right before we went on the air, yo, too bad Nate's not here. And I know this is a big day for him. Team Sonic Racing is out. Yeah, I know. He's a real big, uh, big the cat fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw I saw a, a, a tweet earlier, and it was like basically saying that like Froggy has been dead since Sonic Colors, and Big hasn't moved on yet. Because <laughs> it was showing like the the life the lifespan of a, like a normal toad or whatever, and it was like twelve yeah. years. And then it was like um, a screenshot, I think from the story mode or something from Team Sonic Racing, where Big was like, he's like, oh, I. I Talk, I pretend I'm talking to Froggy even when he's not here and I miss him. <laughs> I don't know. Poor Big the Cat. Big the Cat is a misunderstood deity. Yeah. No, not deity. Enigma or Enigma, whatever. Enigma. Yeah, he's a misunderstood deity that corrupts memory cards. No, that's Chow's. <laughs> Big the Cat oh. data doesn't. Oh, yeah. Big the Chow. Cat data doesn't. Chow anyway. Data, yeah. Chow data corrupts memory cards of. um. Fantasy star or whatever. Or, was that what it was? The, the story that Nate told? No, I think, yeah. His fantasy star data. His, uh, yep. his PSO data? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole that And whole that sucks. Especially after all the grinding you have to do just to get into like the 90s and the 100s. I can imagine. I never played PSO, but I remember you guys t- like talked about it a bunch. I saw you guys playing it a bunch, and that looked, it looked fun. And the rare drafts you get? And then I mean, they have all that gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing Xenoblade right now. I kind of know what that feels like. Kind yeah. of. I'm... That's the one with uh, Cosmos and Telos, right? And whatnot. Yeah, I was just about to mention that, right? So, so it has it has a uh, Cosmos and uh, te- and Telos, right? Mm-hmm. And so basically, you open these things called core crystals. You resonate with them to activate a blade, mm-hmm. and you have a chance of getting a rare blade. And Cosmos or Cosmos or however you however you say it, um, you have a point a zero point one percent chance. And I I literally I was playing I was laying in bed last night and I'm playing my Switch and I literally dropped it on my face because I opened a core crystal with no boosters and like like the most common core crystal and I got for I got freaking Cosmos. Oh, so it's a uh, gotcha system. Kind of, yeah. And it's kind of, it's yeah. it's like my one my biggest gripe about that game is how much you rely on RNG. Wow. Wait, Cosmos is not an actual character in the game? No, she is. Oh okay. she she's your blade your blade, so your weapon. Huh. Cause you like you the play the, the, the character you play as is called the dr- uh, a driver. And yeah. then the your blade is like your support, which is like the weapon that you use and you're like connected to their to their power and stuff. Oh, so like a literal blade or yeah, kind of both because like, yeah, oh. it's the physical weapon, but they also like follow behind you and like use like their ether system to power, like to power the weapon. Oh yeah. Huh. <clears throat> I thought she was like a party member or whatnot, but yeah, she is because oh. blades are part of the party. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Because every time you say blade, I'm just like thinking it's like, oh, you kind of mean like a like a weapon. Like you're you're thinking like hand. a physical weapon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's kind of both. So it's weird. It's a good game, though. I like it. All right. I've put like 250 <laughs> hours into that damn thing. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, Team Sonic Racing is out. And I, I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, like, I was hoping it was good. Because, like, I mean, it's a kart racer. You can't really go wrong with much of a kart racer. Um, I saw a few uh, reviews online, and they were saying that uh, on YouTube, of course. And I think um, Game X Plan, one of their reviews said it was uh, pretty good. He um, said it was in a lot of ways he likes it better than Mario Kart 8. And from gameplay, him explaining the gameplay, why he was playing it, I can understand why. Yeah. Because it's a team-based racing game so now it's even if you do get in first you have to support your uh team to help them get in first and whatnot and the different types of um classes like you have your um uh i forgot the let's just call it like the speedster class you know hits like maximum top speed the um, Technical racers can drive over like hazards and not be affected, and then like the power racers like Big the Cat, Omega, can actually, yeah, Knuckles, they can um break through like hazards on the road or break through like um certain barricades to open up shortcuts for you and whatnot, and you can actually share items and gift uh, each other like uh the spirits or sprites or whatever it's called from oh the things from sonic colors yeah okay. you can like pass over like uh weapons and stuff like that to help your teammates out and stuff okay so that's pretty cool so in, like in a, in a way is it like sonic heroes kind of it okay. has the yeah it has that type of mechanic too yeah okay so um there's also like um customizable paint jobs you can actually give like say if you have like rouge's car or playing as rouge you can give her car like shadows color scheme on her car okay um you can also buy like upgrades to you know deck out your car and whatnot so it's almost like need for speed or whatnot so it's pretty interesting. I know they give, um, like, depending on how you deck out your car, it gives, like, uh, upgrades here and there and stuff and whatnot. So. so, like, these teams are, like, I know it's Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Rattle, Rouge, and Omega. Mm-hmm. And what? Amy? Amy. Big. Uh, Omochow and Big. And then it's Silver, Blaze, and Vector. Yeah, I, I remember, like, because I saw your post in the Slack a little while ago asking, like, why is that? I'm like, probably because they didn't, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to bring back Espio the Chameleon and Charmy B. Uh, apparently, from, I was watching a little bit of the story, um, maybe about 30 minutes of it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But uh, somebody in the comments below the video I was watching was like saying it's like this is the best character development that Silver has got since like Sonic 06. Did he really have any character development in 06? To be fair, no. <laughs> okay. So I was kind of chuckling pretty hard when I read that comment. Speaking of Sonic 06, though, real quick, apparently Zero bought Sonic 06. 
like Smash Brothers Zero. And like apparently that's the it's the first Sonic game he ever bought. And I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, why? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's gonna stream it, but it's like, oh, it's the first Sonic game I ever bought. I'm like, why would you do it? You could have bought Sonic Mania. You could have bought Sonic Adventure 2. Oh boy. See, Sonic 06, it the writing was bad. There was a lot of things bad about that game. Like, like let's be 100 percent real here. The the writing was bad. The gameplay was glitchy, and yeah, the gameplay was glitchy. The graphics were beautiful, though. The graphics were nice. The graphics were very nice, but the glitchy, the camera, all the, like the other glitches. I mean, like we've gone over this a bunch. Yeah, we we beat Sonic 06 into the ground with our complaints and gripes, but. I will say I'd rather take like Sonic 06 over the new cartoon direction where they took all the characters with Shadow with his like overt god complex and dumb knuckles instead oh, of the, gullible so knuckles. The, so the Sonic boom. Yeah, and apparently these are the personalities that are prevalent in Sonic Team Racing. They're, they're going with the Sonic Boom personality archetypes. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. Um, but, like, off this topic of Sonic, just for a second, apparently, I, I just remembered this. Apparently, they added some more games for that Sega Genesis mini. Okay, what are the games? Um, they added um, Mega Man The Wily Wars, Sonic Spinball, Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition, Fantasy Star 4, Beyond Oasis, Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Golden Axe Vector Man, and Wonder Boy and Monster World. The only one I re- only probably two I really care about is Mega Man and Street Fighter, I think. Yeah, because like I was about to say the same thing. Because like the Wily Wars, to be fair, it's like they're actually like, I mean, they're not like X. I like. I mean, like you, I always preferred the the X series over classic Mega Man. Yes. yes. Um. The only the, redeeming thing about the uh, classic Mega Man series was base. Yeah, and I can I appreciate the Mega the classic Mega Man series because that's what got it started. Right. Um. But apparently, the the Wily Wars. I was actually watching, I think, a gaming historian video on this, where it's like the the Wily Wars is basically, I think, Mega Man one through four, just mm. on Genesis, and then like. You beat those, and then there's like a new unique level to that game or something. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's like all I really get is like Mega Man the Wily Wars. I'm sure that'll be good. Street Fighter. Street Fighter, kind of, even though I never really liked Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And I mean, Vector Man was okay. It yeah. wasn't great, but I don't know. It's like, I mean, the good thing about this Genesis Mini, because like, honestly, I don't really care about it. I stopped caring about those mini consoles like after like the Super Nintendo one. You know, it's kind of funny because I don't know. Well, I guess they're trying to make money. That's the whole thing of why they're doing this. But right, they're trying to cash in on this n- n- nostalgia. Nost- yeah, nostalgia. But the funny thing is, people do this can just if you have a computer, all you have to do is find an emulator and then find the ROMs for these games, and boom, you can play them. Yeah, but then like you got, I mean, like because I I agree with you. But then you got you got those people who are like, it's not legal though. 
It's like, and they're probably the people, the same people that are pirating movies off of like LimeWire or whatever, or BitTorrent or something, Pirate Bay and whatnot. I think Pirate Bay got shut down. I think. Yeah, anyway. I thought it came back though. I thought it did, and I think I checked like last week, and it was still gone. Mm. Anyway, yeah, um, this Genesis me, like the only, I think the only good thing about this Genesis mini to me is that um, it's proven me wrong. Because I thought the Genesis Mini was just going to be like, you know how they have like those plug-and-play Genesis things? Yeah. That you can get at Walgreens for like 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be that. And it's proving not like it's proving not to be, so that's kind of nice. But I'm not going to go out and buy this thing. Because, like, I mean, because I didn't grow up with a Genesis. I grew up with a Super Nintendo. I mean, I appreciate the Genesis because I loved Sonic 1, 2, and 3. Right. Um, I grew up with uh, Sega first before Nintendo, so yeah, I think I think so did Denville. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, Sonic has a special place in my heart over Mario. Sorry, uh, Italian plumbers, but uh, I will always put a little bit of faith in Sonic games that Sonic can return to its uh, like, I, I, glory. I feel the same way. As much as I appreciate the Mario series and how much. No matter how much I love that series, whenever they announce a new Sonic game, I'm like, please, just let it be good. Yeah. Like, let Sonic. Let. I know Nate would disagree because Nate would be like, please let just just let Sonic die. Mm-hmm. It's like Sonic Mania proved that Sonic games can still be good. Yeah. But it's the fact of the matter is that since we're living in a 3D age and whatnot. It's the fact that a matter of how can they capture the good parts of Sonic Adventure 2, but also add new stuff to it, you know? I think I've also mentioned this on a previous podcast, but you know what I'm surprised they haven't come out with? What? A Chow Garden, like, mobile app. Like a mobile game, because people want the Chow Garden back. Right. Yeah. Because remember how, I think it was in Sonic uh, Advance. I think on the, yeah, the Game Boy Advance ones had a ch- like a mini Chow Garden. Yeah, really they, basic. yeah, I did. And it's like, yo, why can't they make something for the like like this for mobile? I don't know. They probably haven't crossed the idea yet. Even though uh, a lot of developers are going the way of uh, mobile games nowadays. So yeah, apparently the the Mario Kart mobile game is gonna be going into beta testing or something soon. I, I hmm. completely forgot about that. But, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm looking at this, like, this the rest of the list for this, for this Genesis Mini. And, like, let's see. It doesn't even have all the... Well, let's see. No, it has a Sonic 1 and 2. It doesn't have 3 yet, which is unfortunate, because Sonic 3 was great. Um, Streets of Rage 2? That was a good one. Oh yeah, Suture Raids. I like Suture Raids. Man, I I can't wait for four. <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping that's good. Um Friggin' Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. Oh nice, Shinobi. Shinobi's a good game. Yep. So that brings it up to four games I actually care about. Yep. Uh let's see. Oh, I don't know if Joe's well, I'll just mention this because he was talking to me about this yesterday. Um Joe was playing some DOA, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he was. I th- I'm trying to remember what character it was. I think he was fighting a. Yeah, it was. It was. It was an Ayane. It, um, it was an Ayane. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this guy, 
he was like comboing, like you know, comboing Joe, and he was gonna win. And he went to like not the power blow, but the, basically the uh, the DOA six equivalent of the power blow. Yeah, I, I, like you can cancel it to yep. continue your combo. Apparently, yep. this person canceled the thing just to taunt Joe. Wow. And like it, like he told me that, and I'm like, it just hit me. I'm like, what? Who? What kind of like? Because Joe said the same thing. What kind of what kind of asshole would cancel your combo just to taunt somebody that's probably streaming? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Joe kind of made somebody famous. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, that uh, does happen. Uh, I noticed that in DOA 6 over DOA 5, I'm ha- my timing for like counters are a little bit off. I think there's a smaller window for uh, confirming counters than it was in 5. Okay. I'm, I'm that or I just might have haven't played late DOA in a while, so I'm kind of rusty with my timing of everything. Okay. Yeah, I, like I haven't really played. I haven't played any fighting games for like a good while. Yeah, I'm on a uh, RPG. Yeah. And, uh, I'm pretty sure you've probably seen some of the stuff I've been playing recently that I got off of Amazon. Oh, on PS4. Yeah. I don't. I haven't been on PS4 lately. I gave oh, the yeah, PS4 back right. to Joe. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no, because like, because like we like we're taking a hiatus from the wrestling, and like I just gave him back his PS4, so like that way he could play like Red Dead and stuff. Because I know he wanted to finish Red Dead Two and stuff. So. Oh, you guys took a hiatus. Yeah, like we recorded like one last show, and we was like, okay, like we're just like we're not ending it, but we're just taking a break for now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, like we'll come back to it later because I was like, you know, like so that way Joe can finish Red Dead, and I gotta find a job and stuff yeah. like that. You know, just getting like life stuff situated, and then we'll come back to it. Gotcha. Uh, give me one second. I gotta answer the door. Okay. Oh crap! This is awkward. I'm by myself. I don't think this has ever happened before. I'm by myself now. So I haven't been streaming as of late. Uh, I've been playing way too much Xenoblade. That's a good game. I've been, like I said, I've been sinking about 250 hours into that crap. Um, finished the story. Story was good. Unlocking these blades, like I said, got freaking Cosmos at like three in the morning. Actually, no, it wasn't three. In the, it was maybe like one in the morning. It was one in the morning, and I'm just like freaking laying there in bed, playing my Switch, and I freaking I'm just opening core crystals. Got that? Got Cosmos? Dropped the Switch right on my face. Freaking hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really thought that Cosmos was gonna be that last boy that I got. No, I still gotta get two more. Don't know who they are. Cause I really haven't done much research on what blades are what. But yeah, gonna be buying that expansion pass and um playing the, the Golden Country DLC and like I think there's DLC quests. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. No problem. It was, like, it was just me rambling about Xenoblade for about 30 seconds. <laughs> um, Let's see. I was going to say something. Oh, Overwatch anniversary starting. We haven't really been playing much Overwatch as of late. Nope. I haven't played, I haven't played Overwatch in months. <laughs> um, but they, I think... I. 
I think they just revealed a May skin, which I didn't really get a look at, but they revealed a Diva skin where it's like, oh, raise your GPA because here's like schoolgirl Diva. For the audio listeners, Aaron is very visibly rolling his eyes. It's Overwatch. I've been done with <clears throat> Overwatch since last year. Yeah, same here. Cause like I, I literally the last time I played it was um when I when I got it from Humble Monthly I think back in October, mm-hmm. and I played it once with I think it was with Jeff, and then like it ran fine, and then I closed the game, and then I went on Twitter to say how surprisingly well Overwatch ran on my computer, and then my computer blue screened, and I'm like fuck it. It was probably Overwatch that made my computer crash, so I'm never playing this thing again. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, I just don't care for the meta, it, how it evolved into this, like, goats now. It's just, like, tanks and healers keeping the tanks up. It's just, okay. Yeah, it's like, if they had, like, a mode like the uprising where you can just team up with friends and take on AI, not, not like not bot matches, but kind of, then it's like, maybe I would play it more, but because it's so online multiplayer based where you're basically PVP. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'll play. I'll play borderlands when it comes out or I'll play halo when that comes to PC. Yeah. Um, it, Overwatch really depends on the group you're running with to be fun. If you're running with randos, it's just yeah. If you're with a group, you of have like fun matches, and then sometimes the matches is just like oh, okay. Next, yeah, because it's like, I mean, like could argue that um, it's like that with any game, but it's like even when we like back in the day when like, we we used to always play Halo and stuff. It's like, even if we were just, like, playing online with randoms, it's like, at least with Halo, it's like we could kind of hold our own because it was Halo, even, like, big team battle wasn't necessarily overly team-based. Right. So. It's just, like I said, now with the whole three tanks, two healers, one DPS, it becomes, like I said, it comes very slow-paced and whatnot. I... I'm a person. I like fast pace, you know, high risk, high, uh, no high risk, yeah, uh, high reward gameplay and whatnot. So yeah, I get you. Yeah. That's why the reason why I play Genji, but All Genji right. and you know Reaper, but sorry, right. like 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 we said, we haven't played Overwatch in months, so it's like I mean, like yeah, the Overwatch event or the Overwatch anniversary starting, and that Diva skin kind of looks cool. Like I'm not gonna get it. Right. It's not like again, like it's not like you you can't buy these like these skins with actual money. It's like you could buy the loot boxes. Like no, nope, I'm not doing that again. Mm. And don't get me wrong. <sighs> for those of you, um, especially our listeners and whatnot, if you like Overwatch, that's good for you. Don't don't hate me for having an opinion about Overwatch being slow and boring. It's right. Just... It it's it's an opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that opinion. I, it's I'm like, welcome to it. This is how you guys are welcome to liking Overwatch or however hardcore or casual you want to play Overwatch. That's good for you guys. Right. And it's like, even though like we're basically breaking like the key rule of the internet, never post your opinion on the internet. Mm-hmm. Don't really care. 
It's just an opinion. We ain't hurting nobody. We might hurt some people's feelings. Don't really 80% care. percent of the internet is made up with opinions. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because it's like, you know, for anyone who listens to this, you know, anyone, anyway, it's like, you know, how, like, you, you know, you're really into P5 right now. I'm sure there are people out there who love Overwatch but hate Persona. Yep. And it's like, it's fine. Persona is so good, though. I still gotta play it. Yeah, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna I'm on, play, I'm gonna play it one of these days. Yeah, you should definitely get Royal when it comes out because that Royal is probably gonna be my what third playthrough because I'm t- your time playing. sink. Yeah. <laughs> now is like I, like is Royal like Persona Five with expanded content? Yes. It's just like it was for Persona 4, and okay, then you have Persona 4 Golden. You have Persona 3, and then you have uh, Persona 3 FES, whatever that stood for or whatnot. But okay. I actually ended up buying Persona 3 on the uh, PlayStation 3 over here for like 10 bucks. Yeah, I saw, I saw your post in the Slack about that, and then you're like, I can't get into this. I'll just watch a playthrough. <laughs> yeah, because it's just... <laughs> The whole mechanic of when you go into like the tower or whatnot, the Tartarus, and then your party members get fatigued after a certain, certain amount of battles, I'm just like, okay, could, could we not do this? Because like, I get that, that you're tired, but don't more? be tired. Yeah, could we not be tired? That means there's only a certain amount of battles I can go through before I have to start dodging like uh, enemies on the field just to you know beeline it to the boss. Yeah, I'll probably. And not that. only that, uh, depending on how long you're in there, your main character can get overly tired, and the next day you're just like tired as hell. But that adds realism. Not when you have stuff to, you have a set schedule and stuff planned out. Just like, oh, hey, I'm going to go visit this after school so I can up this stat. Or, hey, I'm going to try to study, but I'm tired as hell. I should probably turn in early because I'm not going to be able to function the day after that. Okay. Yo, time management, though. Yeah, it's time management, which I understand. It's... For people that actually like that mechanic, it makes sense as a realm of realism to it. I don't like it because I got spoiled with Persona 4 first and Persona 5 being second. And then I'm going, I'm jumping back two generations to play this. See, that's, that's, that was the problem. It's like, like, way, uh, this, like, the thing that comes to mind is, and I don't mean to be name dropping people, but way back in the day when I got Eric back into Pokemon, right? He played Gen 4, and then he went back and played uh, Fire Red. And it's like, I mean, you look at the Pokemon graphics now, and they're great. But like, remember Gen 4, like when they introduced that new graphic engine, the first new graphic engine. I'm like, yo, that shit looked nice. Oh, man. That shit looked nice. That completely nuked Gen uh, Gen 3. I was like, yes. Right. Give me more of this. Right. And we have our first dark legendary. Yes, please. Yes, more, more of this. So like he went, he, we have Palky and Diaga, the like time and space. Yes, please, please, more. So more it's like please. We like so he like so Eric played, I think Diamond. I think he got diamond. So he played Gen 4 and then he went back to play Gen 3. And he's like, no, Gen 3 like he went he went back to play Fire Ray. He's like, no, this is garbage because the graphics aren't this good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you see that post? I think the thing I posted in the Slack about the rumor. Um, let me refresh my memory. What rumor was that? Uh, a rumor says that a Final Fantasy VII remake demo could arrive around E3 and be a PlayStation Plus exclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I could use some uh, some of that in my life just so I can know if. I'm just going to stop buying Square Enix games or if I'm going to continue buying Square Enix games. Because right now, outside of like the Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake and that new Avengers uh, game that's supposed to be coming out, what, in like next year or the year 20, after from now? 2020, I think they said. 20, yeah, something like that. And they don't, and the funny thing is, I've heard from like a couple of sources that they don't even have like a head writer uh writer for the game yet but they're coming out with trailers and stuff for them it's like okay um well have fun with that one hopefully the game is good because you guys are going to need it but outside of these two games like squares kind of fiscally is uh, like financially is not doing too well like not profit. not even not even with kingdom hearts Mm-mm. Because people were complaining about Kingdom Hearts 3 being like Snoresville easy compared to like the other games. They didn't even have a critical. Yeah, they didn't even have a critical mode when the game first dropped. Yeah, I know, but it's out now, I think. Yeah, it's out now. It's just like the gameplay mechanics were it, it was too cluttered. Okay. Yeah, I've seen, I remember seeing like a couple people I know, they were tweeting about uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, and they were like, yeah, this is uh, this is Snoozeville. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I got to see the story, and a lot of stuff got answered, and more plot holes arose from that game. But I haven't been back to play it after I beat it once, though. Hmm. Yeah, I think like um, I think even for for Billy, it kind of just fell off, and he was looking super forward to that game. I think mm, he, a lot I, of people were. Oh yeah, is it? Do you think it's another? You think it was a case of like people just setting their expectations way too high? Uh, that and the fact that I think they tried to go too big and they lost sight of the core, the core foundation of why people loved Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Okay. But it, it wrapped up a lot of characters' storylines and stuff like that. So. It was good. It was good in the narrative-ish, but the gameplay was kind of... It, it was too flashy and was too convoluted. They should have just stuck with what they were doing with uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 and just like, added a little bit more polish onto it instead of adding like the stupid uh, uh, theme park mechanic thing and stuff like that that popped up every... like. 20 seconds that got annoying. Okay. And, and even some of the Keyblades uh, were kind of just like, oh, eh. But I did get to play Riku uh, for a little bit in the story, so I was happy. Okay. So mm. on a scale of 1 to 10, overall for Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure we've gone over this before. 7. Fair. That's I think, okay. I think that's fair. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just I'm scrolling through Twitter, seeing if I can. 
Uh, let's see. Apparently, uh, Keanu Reeves is in Toy Story 4. Let me guess. He's playing a dog? He's playing this character, Duke Kaboom, who looks like an evil Knievel-type biker person toy. I don't know. Okay. It looks like Keanu Reeves is getting work. Yep. Now, he, he's on a rise of being more prevalent in the uh, movie biz. I mean, Not that he's a bad actor or anything like that, just... I'm trying to remember what Keanu Reeves is known for. Is he in The Matrix? The Matrix, John Wick. Oh, yeah, Bill okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, sp- Oh, Richard, uh, going back to what I was saying about DOA, um... Did you see like the wedding uh, DLC costumes? Yeah, I saw them. They were nice. Almost tempted to buy the the other pack because I got the one that had Neo Tingu in it, and I did I did not notice that it didn't come with Christie's. So I had to spend another twenty dollars. You got to spend another twenty bucks to get that whole fucking pack, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because like, here's the thing. Okay. The, those wedding costumes were nice. I like the wedding costumes a lot more than I like those pirate costumes. Those pirate costumes. Yeah, nice. I was just about to bring that up. The pirate costumes are pretty, pretty bogus. Not, I mean, they're they're not terrible. I mean, they look nice on the girls, but it's not worth your. In in my opinion, it's not worth the money. And a game that's predominantly <laughs> about ninja or super ninja or super soldier ninjas and whatnot, you're adding pirate costumes. Right. I, I mean, like, it. it's, it's like DOA 5, they added, like, the ninja costume pack where everybody became a ninja, including big-ass bass. Yeah, like, even the ninjas became even more ninjas. Right, it's like, oh, hey. Less, lesser ninjas because some of those costumes were inferior to their original costume. Right, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's Momiji. Momiji is a ninja. Let's give her a ninja costume. That's that makes worse more... than her actual ninja costume. Yeah. It's like, what the, what the hell are you doing, freaking Team Ninja? You're Team Ninja! Anyway, let's see. I, I just love how you can't buy costumes individually anymore. You have you to buy the Xbox. sets of two. Either these many characters in this section, these many characters over in this section. So pretty much if you want a whole costume set, you're spending 40 bucks at a time for everybody. How many characters are in this? Are in DOA 6? 26, I think. No. I think it's 20, 24. But yeah, like while you're looking that up, yeah, with DOA 6, let's see. For anyone who spent the 92.99 on that season pass. Let's see what you let's see what you got so far. You got So there's CC uh one row at the top is six, and it goes down five plus two at the end. So that's 32 characters. 32 characters, okay. So 32 characters. So let's see. Uh, let's take 40 and divide that by 32. It's about a dollar something. Yeah, it's a dollar 25 a costume. Which it's like, because like, I think we've gone over this before. 
with this when we were talking when we were ranting about the season pass. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, for the amount of content that you're getting, it might be a good deal. It's just a lot of money. It is a lot of money. You Definitely know, is a lot of money. And I believe back during DOA five, how much was uh, was it for one costume for one character? Three ninety nine, I think. Two ninety nine. I think two ninety nine if it wasn't destructible. Three nine no, it was a dollar ninety nine if it wasn't destructible. It was two ninety nine if it was. All right, so all right, so they added a little bit more onto it. So that's what for non destructible. It's seventy five extra cents, and then if it was what two ninety nine, so they kind of almost tripled that. Okay, right, but if you're if you're on PS four, you're gonna get charged five bucks. Because PS, oh. PS, PS4 does the thing where it's like, oh, if you want to, you have to put at least five in the PlayStation wallet. But I just want to buy this costume for $2.99. We're, well, we're going to charge you five bucks. Yeah, so you might as well, you're better off just buying the 10 and buying like a set of what, four costumes for characters? Something like that. You're still gonna have money left over, which that causes you to be like, "Oh, hence I got nine cents in my PlayStation wallet. What the fuck am I gonna do with this?" Oh, I have two dollars in my PlayStation wallet. Oh, I better go find a game that has something worth like, a, you know, ninety nine cents. Let me buy an avatar picture. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, like for for our listeners, like we don't mean to be super negative. It's just like. We like DOA. We're passionate about DOA. We're passionate about that series. And we just don't like the business practices that are surrounding that game. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, it, it's, definitely like I, not. it's like I said. Like I was saying before. Um, for those of, you, those of you who have bought that season pass for the $92.99. Let's see what you got so far. You got some wedding costumes that are pretty nice. Which, yeah, which are good. You got pirate costumes. Um, and you're getting my Shiranui. Oh, she's coming back. Yeah, she's gonna be. Re- I think next month. I think June. That, that's when the um, it's gonna be my, and it's gonna be another King of Fighters character that hasn't been announced yet. Still, no idea who it's gonna be. I still think it's gonna be Sylvia. Oh, uh, you don't think it's gonna be Terry Bogard? I pray to God it's not gonna. I mean, I like Terry, but Terry has been a lot of places. Terry is in Fexel. Terry is hot in the SNK heroin tag team battle. And I'm like, I'm conflicted on how to feel about that. You just Ma- said Terry was hot. Yo, in SNK heroin, when Terry Bogart was turned into a woman, Terry Bogart was pretty hot. All right, I'm not even going to touch that one. Yo, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm not judging that one. No, you look like look up freaking SNK heroines tag team battle. Look, Terry Bogard. Okay. Oh, good lord. At least you're not looking up Terry Bogard rule sixty three. Oh boy. What the heck? What the? Wow. Really? Exactly. 
Oh, I'm not gonna say exactly. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> mm, here, I just this is almost as bad as Bowsette. Are are you looking? Did you look up like official art? Or are you looking up fan art? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, like those first three images are like that's the official art. Yeah, this cleavage galore. My God. Really? All right. Huh? What? I say cleavage galore. Like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's Japan. It's a reason, and you know it's the right reason. But anyway, yeah. So in June, my Shiranui is coming back to DOA six, and with another unnamed uh, KOF character. Um, I still think it's gonna be Sylvia or whatever that little K-pop girl's name is. Um, hopefully it's not Terry, just because Terry's been everywhere. Yep. Um, I, I'm not all that familiar with uh, uh, SN, uh, King of Fighters, but I'm I know like there's Terry, there's Andy, and there's a couple of other characters in there. No, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say I will accept. You know what character I would accept as the other KOF character? Well, and for one reason. It's like if they br if they bring back my and they bring in Andy Bogard and they announce, hey, tag battles are back. Oh, yeah, they need. Oh, yes, they need to bring back tag battles. Oh man, that way I can take a screenshot and make a poster off of um, Hayabusa and Christy uh, Christie's win pose. They they should do that. They it's like do that. it's like if. The, Team Ninja would redeem themselves slightly if they're like, here's my Shiranui, and here's Andy Bogard, and they can be a tag team because we're bringing back tag battles. I, w I would accept that. Yeah. So. I don't know why they didn't bring them back in the first place, but... I mean, this is the same game that didn't have freaking online lobbies at launch. Mm -hmm. A key feature... That should be. Oh yeah, Kyo. Kyo was another uh, character from um, King of Fighters. What about Banderas? That ninja dude that Joe showed you that one time. Uh, hold on. I think it was. I think that Banderas was his name. There's Kukri. Who's there's Banderas? Angel. There's King. There's a rat. King of Dinosaurs. Raptor. There's K. There's a Chang, Maxima, Women Fighters Team, My King, Alice, South America, Nelson, Zari. Oh, Banderas, yep. Okay. Brazilian Ninja. Yep. I think he has an Azuna drop, too. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Oh, I figure, like. I'll just make I'll just make a quick mention of this, because uh, I saw this trending on Twitter the other day. Oh, dude, hold on, I gotta post this. You gotta check that out. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so we're all familiar. Oh, nice. Um, we're all familiar with the the classic PBS show Arthur, right? 
Okay, I'm kind of scared of where you're about to go with this. You're familiar with that show, right? Had the theme song mm-hmm. made by uh, Bob Marley's son. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Anyway, so the season premiere of Arthur uh, revealed that Arthur's teacher, Mr. Ratburn, is gay. And he got married. Good for you, Mr. Ratburn. I kind of always... No, I'm going to be real. I kind of always had a feeling that Mr. Ratburn was gay. I, All right. Let me see, just see who this character is. Mr. Ratburn? Uh, I'd never seen Arthur. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, okay. What doesn't concern what, like, don't really care that Mr. Ratburn is gay. Because I kind of always had a feeling he was. What bothers me is, like, Mr. Ratburn's a rat. He got married to, like, an anteater or an Arthur, <sighs> like Arthur. Like, so I <laughs> Not Andy. Aardvark, not anteater. I'm not going to – I'm going to hold any comments. Cause I know. It's like I just – any <laughs> Anything I say right now is going to just piss somebody off. Oh, whatnot. So it's just – I only mentioned that because I guess um I think it was Arkansas or something like they banned the the airing of that episode but the which I'm like okay whatever I don't care but the the headline that for that article announcing that they had that they had banned it was like they literally referred to it as gay rat wedding which I thought was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, listen. Listen. That was like I get what you what that what that headline was trying to say, but whoever worded that headline. <laughs> like, Hi, you literally just called it. I mean, I get that's what it is, but you didn't have to word it like that. Oh God! Anyway, wow. Good old Arthur. I, I, it, I'm honestly surprised that that show is still on the air after all. Because I, I watched that show when I was a kid. Yeah. I think they, I think they said it was like the beginning of like season like 23, or something. And I'm like, geez, that show's been going on a while. Uh, I, I have to say this. I'm heterosexual. You're oh, heterosexual. You know, if if you're gay, bisexual, whatever, whatever, gay, it's fine. Do you? I'm not gonna hate you for it. I, I like I said, I'm you know, Adam and Eve and stuff like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> not gonna hate you for it. Just don't give me any type of details because that, that that's with actually that's with anybody. I don't want to know what you do at home between the sheets with whoever you're doing with. I just. Um, you know, especially Shane Dawson. Yeah, just okay. Anyway, let's see. Um, how about that Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't watch. Yeah, I mean, like, no, I, I mean, clearly, watch. Welcome just to look the... at uh, Amelia Clark because I think she's uh, a pretty attractive woman. I like her accent. 
It's like, welcome to the College Cheese Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah. Who will claim the the Iron Cheese throne? Did you uh, watch the little clip where uh, Amelia Clark and two other people from Game of Thrones got uh, interviewed and uh, they asked Amelia Clark uh, how she, you know, what she thought about the ending and she was just like, best season ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure her reaction was the same as everybody else's. It's just like, because man, these last two—I mean, I don't—I haven't watched, nor do I really care about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Not going to bash anyone who does. It's just the general consensus from what I've seen on Twitter: these last two episodes have not been well received at all. No, no, they haven't. It's just like character, from what I understand, and what Peter Dinklage said in one of his uh, interviews. He was just like saying positive things, and right at the split second before it cut off, he rose his eyes after nice. he like gave all those uh, <laughs> nice positive uh, feedback and whatnot. So he's not too happy the way it ended either. But that's what happens when you're making a show based off books on a series that's not finished yet, because you know. Uh, George R. R. Martin's not finished with the series, and he's taking his time with the last book. As he should. Mm-hmm. But I understand how he's taking his time, because you don't want two different medias overlapping each other. Exactly. So it's better to wait for one to end before you continue on with uh, other media that's going parallel. with the. So basically what happens was, is the writers probably ran out of material to adapt into a show. So they had to lean upon their own skills to try to finish up the series and whatnot. Hence, probably with a little feedback of what uh, George R.R. Martin was about to do in his next uh, iteration of Game of Thrones books or whatnot. Right. So that's why it ended on such a bad note with everybody because they literally just like oh, okay we have no more ideas we gotta try to pull something out of we got we gotta just gotta, wing it yeah you gotta just wing it and a lot of people are unhappy about it yeah there's like petitions going around saying like like these people they like you know what just redo the entire final season i'm like yeah give us the snyder cut of the last two episodes of game of thrones yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, I, like speaking of of oh, you know, my ba- asshole for that one. Nice. Speaking of uh, bad storytelling, I mean, like, I don't really like talking much about a lot of wrestling on this podcast, like, because I'm really the only one who cares. I just want to make a couple mentions of this because, like, number one, last night on Raw, WWE introduced a new championship, the twenty four seven title. For the, for audio listeners, Aaron is like shifting his eyes back and forth. Okay, uh, give me the detail. What is the twenty four seven? Remember the remember the old hardcore belt where it could be defended under twenty four seven rules as long as a referee was present. So you had people like winning the title like backstage after getting hit by like a frying pan or something. Oh, okay. They're doing that, but this belt is the gaudiest. I mean, I don't know who in WWE is designing their belts. But like it looks terrible. It's like it's a bit like a big gold plate that says twenty four seven champion on it, and it has like a green strap. 
It looks terrible. And I'm like, what the fuck? So wait, it looks like the like the money in the bank briefcase. Pretty much. Speaking of money in the bank. I I saw uh, pictures, let me guess, Brock Lesnar, right? Yep. It and guess where guess where it was too? Where? It was at the XL Center. Oh, this is why I don't watch it anymore. Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't even I don't even watch it anymore. I watch it maybe once or twice a year. I watch the Rumble and I watch Mania. That's it. Jesus. Uh, so wait a minute. So the twenty four seven belt, I could be like sleeping and somebody could just like snag the belt for me. As long as a referee's present. Uh, I could be taking a shower. I could have just left it in like my hotel room. Somebody could just snatch snatch it up. They don't even need to pin pin me. They could just grab the belt and be no, like. I think yeah. they'd have to pin you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, so like, at me when I'm sleep can just like I could be like laying in you could bed. You're sleeping and somebody just lays on top of you and the referee counts three and that's it. Like I think I think just on Raw last night there were three champions because Mick Foley introduced the belt right and then this is the, this is how the first champion was crowned Foley laid the belt down in the middle of the ring and he said whoever runs out first and grabs it is the inaugural champion once again Aaron is wrong. it was um what's it Titus O'Neil remember that like the dude who tripped did you ever see that that clip no let me see who Titus O'Neil is look up Titus O'Neil trips Please do that, and I want I want to see your re- like your reaction live on on air. It won't be good for the audio listeners, but wow, wow, and he lands all the way underneath the ring. I'm now, surprised the, he didn't. The funny thing is, because like that happened at the the greatest Royal Rumble, the first Saudi Arabia show they had, and mm-hmm. I was watching that live. I was watching it with Joe, and apparently, apparently, people say Vince McMahon thought that was so funny because it wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. He thought it was so fun because they re- they replayed that thing like six times. Mm-hmm. And because people were saying it's like you know, like at the Royal Rumble, I mean, there have been a lot of great moments. You know, Stone Cold winning three Rumbles, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, and it was like no, Titus O'Neil slipping, tripping like that is the greatest moment in Rumble history. <laughs> No, you're right, because that was not planned. Yeah, he ends on up under the ring. I'm surprised he didn't hit his head on something. Because, like, like, live, when I was watching it live, you saw him running down to the ramp, running down mm-hmm. the ramp to the ring, and he was going to slide underneath the bottom rope to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. But And then when the camera cuts back to him, all you see are his feet sticking out from underneath the ring. And I'm like, what happened? And then they replay it, and you just see him busting his ass. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, he's never going to live that down. No, he's not. Because, like, his slogan is his slogan is Titus Worldwide, and everyone's saying Titus World Slide. <laughs> hey, he's a heel. Now, apparently, he's a face. Apparently, like, he's a super nice guy, too. Mm. Like... Like, he's a decent wrestler. I'm kind of surprised WWE doesn't do more with him. Anyway, not trying to talk too much about wrestling on this podcast. Is Alexa Bliss still there? I feel bad for Alexa Bliss. She's got another concussion. So she's like, she was supposed to compete in Money in the Bank, but she couldn't get medically cleared. Oh. So she got replaced by somebody else. I'm like, oh, that sucks. 
Yeah, Paige is gone, isn't she? Yeah, she had to retire because of her, her neck. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So who's the new Paige now? Paige. <laughs> She's a manager. Oh. Because, um, you remember, like, I don't know if you remember from last week. Remember, remember how I mentioned Kabuki Warriors was trending? Yeah. Because uh, I thought they were talking about that really shitty Xbox fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they didn't. It's uh, Kabuki Warriors is the tag team name for the team of Asuka and this girl Kairi Sane. Even though neither one of them really have anything to do with Kabuki. Hmm. Anyway. Kabuki Warriors. Great Xbox game. Totally needs to be remastered. Along with um, Tao Fang. Fist of the Lotus. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember Telfang. Anyway, um, also, on a really quick fighting game note, because I wanted to make mention of this last week, because remember when I, when I asked you and Joe how Mortal Kombat was going, and you mm-hmm. guys said you guys hadn't really been playing it all that much? No, I haven't. And I wanted to, like, because, like, I'll just make note of it. Like, what is it with us and NetherRealm games? Because, like, we cover NetherRealm games a ton before they launch, and then they come out, and then we never talk about them again. It's the fact of the matter is, you can only get so far fighting the AI until, like, fighting the AI becomes boring, and then I don't have a good (coughs) uh, group of friends to actually play Mortal Kombat with, so it's just like, oh, I'm just going to do Towers of Time. This is really stupid. Yeah, because because like apparently the AI is still bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hey, let me do the crypt. Mm. Crypt's okay. And the whole fact of eleven, not uh, they brought back Noob Cybot. Thank you, but they took out Molino. So I'm just like, it's it, like it, twenty two. It's like it's like you have like you have like your puzzle, and there's two pieces, mm-hmm. and then like okay, I only have one piece. Okay, they're giving me back the other piece, but they're taking away the piece that you initially had. Yeah, so you still end up with... You still end up shorthanded anyway, so... I was thinking about maybe playing Cassie, because she's voiced by uh, Erica Limbeck. She's one of my favorite voice actresses, so... Yeah, Erica Limbeck is great. Yeah, she, really she voices like, um she got cast as like Captain Marvel or something. Mm-hmm. And what the new uh, Ultimate Alliance three? I think or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I um, can see that. Yeah, because she vo- Erica Lindbeck voices Captain Marvel, Cassie, Futaba, Celica in Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia or whatever that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And a few more uh, other characters. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember like when they announced, like, when, when I found out that Erica Lindbeck was replacing Ashley Birch as the voice of Cassie, it's like, I'm like, I can't even be mad at this. Because yeah. I like Erica Lindbeck too, anyway. Yeah, and, um, Ashley Birch uh, does the voice of... Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina, she also does the voice of... The blue-haired Reese lesbian a- chick in Life is Strange. I, I like. I only know her as like the blue-haired lesbian chick in Life is. I don't remember her name. Anyway, for our audio listeners, Aaron is shrugging. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that one. Um, but yeah, uh, she forces uh, Risa in uh, Persona Four Dancing All Night. 
That's and right, because she re- she replaced Laura Bailey. Yeah, and it's not. I notice not bad, not but bad. it's not bad. It, it fits. I'm not sure if it fits better than um, Laura Bailey or not. Hmm. But it's all. It, it's very close to being all, on par or better. Yeah, because I remember when I found out about it, I was like, "Oh, really?" But then I heard it, and I'm like, "It's not bad." Yeah, it's not okay. bad. It's it's a good replacement. Right. Welcome to College Cheese Voice Actor Podcast. Yeah. Hey, Laura Bailey did it does an awesome job when she voices um Christy. I'm not sure if she does it in DOA six or not. As far as I know, they I they have have they even listed who voices Christy in the English dub? Oh, uh, let me let me because I know behind the voice actors doesn't have that listed yet. It only has the Japanese one. Because I'm pretty sure it's not Laura Bailey. Because I also think Laura Bailey would have tweeted out saying that she's she's Christy in DOA six. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find out who does the voice of Christy. <laughs> Let's see. Kazumi is Lauren Landa, Landa, the woman who voices Karen in Street Fighter Five. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Helena Douglas is voiced by Karen Strassman. So glad they br- they got they got her back. She is uh, the only English Helena I will accept. <laughs> yeah, Hayate is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. Diego's by DC Douglas. Yep, I remember telling oh, Joe about yeah. that. Uh, see, Kate Higgins does, uh, uh, Tina. Tina, yep. What the heck? No, is this her English voice actress? Chrissy is, uh, voiced by Kotono, uh, Mitsushi. That's the Japanese one. Oh. Are you on uh, Behind the Voice Actors? Or IMDb? Yeah, Behind the Voice Actors. Yeah. Okay, who in the heck voices Christy? Don't know. Why is I have I've checked uh, periodically. Still don't have a definitive <laughs> answer. Let's see. Oh, to be announced. Still says to be announced. The game came out like three months ago. Two months ago. Two and a half months. Something like March. So, wow, the... Let's uh, just being Japanese. Let's just put this to rest and say that Christy is voiced by Sean Schemmel. Get out. <laughs> Get out. We can't be friends. Get out. <laughs> I'm leaving the show. I'm not going to be back here next week. Get out. Uh, I'm deleting my Twitter. <laughs> Don't call me. Don't text me about hanging out, even though we haven't hung out in a while. I hate you. I hope you die in a fire of of Joe's. <laughs> I just ate spaghetti last night and I have indigestion. Oh. I hope you die. That, that's just mean. That's just mean. Yeah, I hope you die in the fire of Joe's indigestion of his underpants. This, this. <laughs> I just hope you just... I just hope you just like get smacked by one of his butt cheeks and he just like rubs his butt cheeks all around your face. Just 
just all around. That's mean. (laughs) This is awful. I would never do that to a friend. Want to say that Christie's voiced by Sean Shemmel? Oh, God. Fucking eyes are watering. Now, now, I can all, now I'm just imagining Christy just like holding her hands up. I was like, give me your God damn it, Al. I hate you. Oh, my God. Oh, this, God. Is the, probably, this is probably the reason why she's not in, in the few latest installments of uh, freaking Extreme Beach. Because oh, they couldn't God. get Sean Semmel? No, she's training over with King Kai. That's the <laughs> nice. Oh my! The next, oh. the next Dragon Ball movie is gonna have Christy in it. Oh my god! It's no. <laughs> no, they they had Goku to Extreme Beach. It's like you. He's like, oh hey, exclusive item. You get the Spirit Bomb volleyball. Oh my god. And it's like the Venus suit you can put on Goku. I'm just like, no. No. And then every every area in the game has Master Roshi just lurking in the background. <laughs> well, if, you, if you're going to have uh, freaking Christy voiced by Sean Schimmel, then you got to have Helena voiced by... Uh, by Christopher, Christopher Sabat. Sabat. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Oh, my God. Man, I wonder what kind of French accent Christopher Sabat can do. Well, he only has, like, what, three voices he actually can do? One being Vegeta, the other one being Piccolo slash uh, freaking All Might from My Hero Academia. And then Garter Belt. And then Garter Belt. When I told told Joe that, he's like, like, great, Christopher's voice is a black pedal priest. Like, I mean, for anyone who's listening, I mean, who hasn't watched... Pain stocking with Garter Belt. That's basically who Garter Belt is. Anyway. No offense. Obviously not taking a shot at Christopher Zabot. I'm sure he's a great guy. <sighs> this has derailed uh, a whole lot, hasn't it? Every episode of this podcast has been like so mild. We are like off the map at this point. The rails yeah. are in another country at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, on that it's note, only us two. On like show, I said, right? like it's like I said, like we said at the beginning, how I said we didn't have a lot of topics, but we always figure out some crap to talk about. Hey, uh, Let me just—I think that's about it, though. Um, yeah, Team Sonic Racing, the fun. Yeah. Uh, did oh, did you hear? It? Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, did you hear how um, there's rumors about? Well, it. All but confirmed that um, you remember how Marvel versus no um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance won. How you had like the whole long list of like perks and abilities you can upgrade. Yeah, sir. yeah, you remember that, right? Yep. And then when you went over to Ultimate Alliance two, it got condensed down to you only have four abilities and like two like uh, buff skills you can buff, uh, enhance yep, for your character. Yep. Want to know which of those uh, models are coming back for Ultimate Alliance 3? Oh, no. I'm afraid to ask. 
You only got two answers. The the one from two. Yep. Damn it. But it has Miles and Spider Gwen in it. But it's just like there's hardly any variety now. Hmm. So mm. it's just like, oh hey, but you can jump in, jump out at any time, so apparently so. Let we'll see how this goes. That's exclusive to Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Surprisingly. Let's see. So this this Max video you posted the other day about Final Fantasy VII, have they revealed Tifa yet? Yes, they have. Well, they have. have yeah, it's in that video. Actually, I can give you a picture of Tifa right now. Okay, I didn't know they revealed how Tifa looks. Because I know I because they, they didn't show her in that teaser. Yeah, she looks different than what she did in um, Advent Children. She 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 she's a thick girl. She thick. I'm not talking about like she got like almost Chung Lee thighs. I'm it's like I'm conflicted. <laughs> I, like I'm just I'm just remembering like the the original art for Tifa and how like thin she looked. Yeah, she she's um different than what she looks in having children. Bam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, she her looks makes perfect sense now. Yeah. Perfect sense. One of these days. One of these days oh. I'll check out Final Fantasy Seven. Oh damn. Okay. Here's a screenshot from the Alright, hold on, 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 hold on. Right. Final Fantasy Seven is on Switch. Maybe I'll grab it on Switch. Yeah, it's a good uh alright, so Mostly because uh, like I've never played it. I'm gonna be real, I've never played it. So I can't it, give I can't give an honest opinion on this game. So, Al, what I want you to do, I want you to take that link. I want you to open up that up. Damn. And uh, I want you, yeah, you see it, right, where she's sitting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one that's, um, like, right under you go over one and down one. Yeah. I don't, like, I can't give an, like, I don't like giving an opinion on a game unless I've played it. And I, I've honestly never played Final Fantasy Seven. So I'll play one of these days. I gotta grab a Vesperia remastered as well. Oh yeah, you definitely gotta uh, grab. I Vesperia. always say that, like I gotta play that game because that's like the one game that you, Joe, and Billy can all agree that it's good. Yeah, and how often do all three of us agree on a game being good? Never. That is the. I'm pretty sure that is the only game, unless like unless maybe MKX. I'm pretty uh, sure we all DOA, like it. Yeah, DOA, we agree on. DOA. Well, DOA as a as a series, we all agree, we agree on. But like a specific game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, looks like I got to get in another PS4 one of these days. Yep. Get myself a pro so I can see those things in 4K. Yep. <laughs> anyway, be- you know, before this it devolves even further into the college cheese anime titty talk. <laughs> Figure we can wrap this up. Start wrapping this up. Yep. So I gotta, I gotta get some tissues. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, I'm anyway, well, yeah, we'll start wrapping. The, I gotta get some dinner. Anyway, yeah, be sure here. to be sure to follow us on the Twitter or at college underscore cheese and all our other 
social media links are in the description. All that stuff. Be, oh, I forgot to plug this last week, but be sure to check out our T-Public shop. We got a couple of designs up there. Any money we make from there, we'll go back to um, aiding this podcast in case we need stuff, for improving this podcast, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so until next week, I'm Al. I'm Boobs. I mean, I'm Aaron. Nice. <laughs> I mean, yo, I mean, like, we're, we're the, the anime, t- we're the anime boob men. Hey, I hate it. I'll be honest with you. Ain't nothing wrong with boobs. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with boobs. Nothing wrong with boobs. I don't care what anybody else <laughs> Put an asterisk. Uh, women's boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just make that abundantly clear. Yes. And anyway, we will see you next week. We Hopefully the, the other two guys here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later.